Wakey, wakey, Lisa. Rise and shine. Robbie, Robbie, I haven't slept in su- since September. Yeah, but it's now lunchtime, so it's time to get recording. It's 11.45. <laughs> Semantics. Semantics? <laughs> Pedantics? We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. He's Robbie. And she's Lisa. And she had a long lie. Yes. Oh my gosh. That was amazing. Just the opportunity to sleep as long as I wanted. Thank you. You are very welcome. I do what I can. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I overbooked myself. And yeah. Working nine to five, five days a week. And then trying to do things on the weekend. How do we do it? You can't. You can't. I don't. So yeah. it's terrible. I keep your job as is because this this shit sucks. Oh man, it sucks so bad. I was just saying I miss having a nine to five. Like so, I downloaded this app. Sorry, mm-hmm. tangent. I'm so sorry. I downloaded this app called Rise, and it's all about um, sleep debt. Mm-hmm. Because I've been feeling like shit for the past couple of weeks. My skin has been breaking out, and I was like, I'm like, I'm taking vitamins. I'm eating probably the healthiest I've ever eaten in my life like I'm Mm -hmm. making like actually cooking food because lord knows in this cost of living crisis it's too expensive to have meal deals and McDonald's all the time so you know I was like all of this seems like good things why do I currently feel like shit and so I did this so like there was an advert on Instagram and it was like do this quiz and you can see how much sleep that you have and then it like takes into your lifestyle and all of this stuff and basically it said that my sleep debt was like 17 and a half hours over <gasps> the last week oh, and that Lord. i need at least eight hours of sleep a day to like get it back to normal and i was like okay but that's physically impossible i mean it's not physically impossible but it would be like you know so i'm on an yeah. open you know i'm on all opens this week so it would be i would finish i would start work at quarter at quarter six so i'd be up at half four Finish work at two, and then I'd literally be in bed at half past eight. Yeah. To get eight hours sleep. Where the fuck is the day? What do I do with my day? You don't get a day. Because, and this is this, this is the thing, right? I could do whatever I wanted. That is a fair amount of time. Finishing work at two, and then, you know, whatever. But none of my friends are free until five. Yeah. At which point they want to shower, they want to have some food, at which point eight o'clock is when people socialize, and I'm like, well, I'm way to bed, so... Yeah. And that's just not for me. So I've just realized I will forever be in sleep debt and my body is going to slowly waste away to nothing. I mean, you can nap. I don't know if you're an impot Like, I can't nap. If I take a nap, I will not sleep the next, like, throughout the night. Yeah, my, um, my problem is I, I can't nap. Like, I can't just take an hour. Even if I set an alarm, I will switch that off and continue to sleep. The last time I took a nap after work, right, I got home at three. Mm-hmm. Got, went into bed at half past three. Woke up at quarter to nine at night. Wasn't that what you want? Despite setting an alarm for half past four. That's a bit much though, isn't it? I mean, that's probably because you have such an intense sleep debt. Your body craves that. (laughs) So if you make a nap, if you incorporate a nap as a daily part of your routine, then your sleep debt wouldn't be as intense, right? So like if you do a two hour nap every single day, that'll get you to that eight hours a day throughout the week. But that's my problem is I can't stop napping. 
Yeah, it's I a just, dangerous like, even cycle. Even when my alarm goes off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but, I just, but, yeah, but you have to like, just off, know that like, you're not going to socialize the week that you're trying to recalibrate your system. <laughs> it's going to be it shit. Will. Because what we want is in direct opposition to capitalism. Literally, I want a four-day week. Oh, no, right? I don't even want that. I just want, I want a nine-to-five. You say that. You say that until you're going to get a nine-to-five. You say that, but you you are set up for success, okay? Success in this life is set up around a nine to five. You can see all your friends and you can get a good sleep. Well, I can't see all my friends because all my friends live two hours away via traffic. Okay, uh, excuse me. I think I'm a bit further away than two hours with traffic. Okay, <laughs> Okay, right. but all of my California friends are at least, <laughs> if I want to leave at five, I wouldn't get to see them until like seven because it's 40 minutes without traffic but with traffic bay area traffic yeah okay fair fair but like in theory you get sleep and you also get you get weekends off gal i was working this morning yeah but you get other days off i got wednesday off who the fuck wants a wednesday off i would happily take a wednesday off no lines but it is nice to have two days in a row yeah two days in a row is definitely (laughs) necessary what we really need is three days in a row because one of those days is catching up on all the rest that you needed because you say I'm set up for success. I cannot sleep until at least midnight. I think that's also just because I don't sleep. I am not a good sleeper. You know, you need to get headspace. Those sleep casts send me straight off. And this is not a sponsored ad, but they have Star Wars sleep casts now. You can enjoy a sunset on Tatooine. See, I don't know. I listen to other podcasts trying to get to sleep, and those do help. Like, I listen to stuff we should know, you should know, and like ologies, and sometimes they're a little too interesting. And I'm like, ooh, but raccoon yeah, biology. See, but this is this is the thing is that I can't listen to anything that might be stimulating because then I'm like listening. So these are literally just like a you're driving down the road and you notice a tree, and my brain's like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to pay Instantly for headspace. <laughs> Oh, I don't. I get it free with work. Yeah. I'm not paying for a thing to send me to sleep. To be fair, do you have Spotify? Because they've got sleep casts now. Maybe. I'll look into it. Look into it. Honestly, it's great. It's also, even if it's not, it's just a laugh. It's worth it. It's worth it. Okay. I'm so sorry. How was your week? <laughs> uh, my week was fine. <laughs> um, trying to think. Like, I just, I was so busy this whole last, like, all of October. And, like, next, this next week is going to be very busy. Because I'm going to a wedding in Southern California. So the boy and I are going to be driving um, six hours after work on Wednesday. And I had to take Thursday and Friday off because their wedding's on a Thursday. And it's six hours away. Oh, shit. Um, So it's going to be a busy week this week. So I was really just allowing myself to be very lazy. And because I have a hyperproductive brain, my brain is just like, you're being lazy. You need to do something. You need to do something. You need to be pr- productive. So like I kept like just looking to the boy and I was just like, I can be lazy, right? I can just sit here and watch cartoons. Yes. That is allowed. Yes. Oh my God. I wish I had just like 10% of your brain because I understand that is probably very problematic <laughs> for you. My problem is I'll be like, I'll do one task. Like I'll literally, I'll put the washing in the machine, right? I've not, it's not even finished. I've not even hung it up. <laughs> But as soon as that machine is on, I'm like, I get six hours of TV oh now. Oh my gosh. I, I deserve Oh no, that. I don't get to sit. And then my alarm goes off to hang up the washing and I'm just like, but I've not watched my six hours of TV yet. That's not fair. See, 
I don't get to sit and watch TV. I have to knit or something at least while I'm watching TV because otherwise I'm like, I'm not doing enough. Oh my God. American capitalism has done a number on you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. That's why I'm, that's why whenever I watch like Korean dramas, like, I'm like, that's when you know I'm depressed because those, all I can do is watch those because you have to read them and I can't do anything else. Mm -hmm. So I'm doing something that's forcing me to just sit there. While we're talking about subtitled Mm -hmm. TV shows, have you watched Young Royals? No, is it good? I've not seen it yet, but apparently season two is coming out and it... It, I mean, it sounds right up my street. It's the king of uh, the prince of Norway and his secret gay oh, boyfriend. Okay. So I'm gonna check that out as part of my accountability buddies. Yeah, I love that for you. <laughs> um, speaking of, Thank you know, you. queer royal romances, I heard Red, White, and Royal Blue is getting an adaptation for the screen. Yes. Yeah. Very excited for that. Yeah. I'm nervous because I have a very specific image of what they look oh, like in my head. Mm-hmm. And if it doesn't match them, I will boycott the movie. Despite me not knowing exactly who would play, like, even I couldn't be like, yes, them. I feel like that kid, the blonde kid who was in Peter Pan um, when I was a child, in the live action, you know, the curly blonde haired guy from the live action Peter Pan? I feel like he oh, yeah, would be yeah. a good mm-hmm. uh, prince mm-hmm. for that. I yeah. mean, I don't know how mm-hmm. he's aged, but mm-hmm. like, I'm like, just make him 25. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Speaking of LGBT young adult fiction, I finished um, the first of that at the end. Ooh. The Adam Silver book, and it fucked me up, as we expected. Yeah, and so. what a month, because we have a Monster Calls, which if you have not joined us for a Monster Calls, you should read it. It's really quick. Um, I did the most American thing ever, which was took a random road trip with my friend Gianna, and we listened to the entire audiobook while driving to get apple, apple cider donuts. Very depressing book. <laughs> yeah. Like, I won't spoil it yet. It's not book club, but it's a sad book. But, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, so that was part of my week. I drove two and a half hours to get, to get apple cider donuts. Two and a half hours one way. Fucking hell, Lisa. <laughs> Are you depressed? No, wait, we'll ask that after the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Nine to fives, man. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I've heard that your country has had a trust fall. Did you just make a pun? <laughs> I don't get it, but it just felt like a like pun. Like a trust fall. Oh, right. <laughs> Jokes are funnier it. when you explain Yes. Them. Yes, thank you so much for that. Yeah. Okay, we'll go straight into this. Yeah. So, the cabbage you one. may ha- remember me from last week. <laughs> the cabbage one. So, my favorite thing about this is... We mm-hmm. released an episode on Tuesday where I talked about how Liz Truss was adamant that she was staying in office. She was not leaving. She was staying to make sure that the country had mm-hmm. economic stability. On Wednesday, the day after our podcast went live, she was she was filmed in the House of Commons saying, I am not leaving. I am not. I'm a fighter, not a quitter, was her exact quote. I'm a Strong fighter, words, not yeah. a quitter. That was at 2 p.m. 2pm on Wednesday. At 11.30am on Thursday, she resigned outside number 10. (laughs) And do you know what? As hilarious as it is, as farcical as this is, it was a fucking shit show from start to finish. What the fuck? She was in in the role for 77 days, 10 of which the government was shut down because of the Queen's funeral. 
So she had 67 days in office and she has fucked this country yeah. over so much, right? So this is not me yeah. feeling sorry for her at all. But clean up your goddamn but mess. Her mental health. No, not even that. I don't care about that. Quit all you want. I don't care. Is it would make let somebody that's actually going to fix it, fix it. But her mental health yeah. must be fucking floored. Can you imagine? And she's got two daughters that are in school. Oh, Can gosh, you imagine yeah, their life right now? Mm. Like, pff, politics aside, that woman's yeah. life has is destroyed for the foreseeable. No. You can't come back from that. When your entire life was politics, and then you get arguably the biggest position in UK politics, and you fuck yeah. it up so badly... She's going to be in therapy. Yeah, I would, therapy. Liz Trust, if you're listening, BetterHelp is a very good app. I mean, I think she could have probably afford to sit on someone's leather uh, couch, the, but you know. Oh, 100%, because as a former prime minister, she gets a £115,000 oh salary God. for the what rest the of fuck? her life. Yeah, She didn't even have a Doctor what Who episode. Fuck? Literally. She's going to be like a legendary level, like, like a trivia like, who was the prime minister when the queen died is going to be a legendary level trivia question in like 60 years. Yeah, because no one will remember the woman that was yeah. in position for 77 days. She'll be like that one president who died like a week anyway, into his presidency. Yeah, which yeah. always baffles me Perfect and I never remember his name. No notes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as much as I want to make fun of Liz Truss, <gasps> I cannot because we have bigger fish to fry. They are refusing to hold a general election. Are you fucking okay? kidding me? You would assume, right? One, the first Boris Johnson was forced to resign over his mishandling over a sexual mis sexual misconduct um, scandal in his party, as well as Partygate, his mishandling yeah. of COVID, all of this stuff. Right? He was forced to resign. Liz Truss took over. She's now resigned because she mm. has obliterated the economy. And instead of holding a general election to let the people of the UK choose a new government, they are holding another leadership um, election to see who will replace her for the Tories when so they can stay in get, power. When, like, if all of this now, hadn't happened, when would you have guys gotten to vote again? It's every four years, so I think it's 2024. 20, oh, fuck. You guys just really chose Bojo at the wrong time. Well, or, I guess the Tories. Or 2023, possibly. I can't remember. Was it 2019 Boris Johnson was elected? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I can't remember. It's been too long. I don't know. Anyway, so as it has, as expected, Rishi Sunak has put his hat in the ring again. Ugh. Um, someone someone Mordaunt is doing it as well. Mordor? She seems chill. Mordaunt. Ah, that's too close, man. It. I don't know. Anyway, Lisa, prepare yourself. For Boris Johnson 2 Electric Boogaloo. Are you fucking kidding me? What? It is rumoured that he now has 100 backers allowing him to put himself back on the leadership election ballot. Baffling. Baffling. How the fuck? Well, I, I, I hope that they, uh, they've learned their lesson from the last time. But if I've ever looked at a government, I would just... Say, no, they probably haven't, and you're yeah. going to get your Trump imposter again. Like, what the fuck? How is this? This cannot be reality. Someone's fucked up the Matrix, right? There's a glitch. Yeah. I swear, Some we'll get Boris glitches. Johnson again, and then next March there will be a pandemic. That's how it's going to go. 
<laughs> oh no. <laughs> Just repeat. Yeah. <laughs> Live, die, repeat. Here we fucking go. <laughs> oh man. So um so yeah. Oh man, I was gonna say Fun something times. that I've totally forgotten what it was. It's all good. I have a lot, but you know, we're we're actually having a good amount of news here, so yeah. shall I run through all of my shit? Yes, please do. Um, first of all, Republicans are looking to sunset aspects of Social Security and Medicaid, which is good and cool for everyone, especially um, especially the people currently on those, and especially for people like me who have been fucking paying into Social Security, but will not get any of that money back because they spent it on the current old people. What the fuck? Yeah, um, good and cool. Um, they're also really, they really agreed with Liz Truss's, uh, all of, all of her decisions, so... Um, if they go back in power in a few weeks, uh, we're just gonna copy paste. No. Yeah. Uh, Biden's student loan forgiveness plan, um, the applications are live, but they're also, they were abruptly held back again by the courts. Uh, shocking to no one. Um, Trump is currently in the middle of four different cases, like legal cases. Um, one for the Mar-a-Lago documents, one for two for uh, the Trump Organization fraud cases, one civil and one criminal investigation, and the Justice Department probe into January 6th, which is yet to formally subpoena him. All of these are looking a lot more serious than they were like two weeks ago, so we'll see. Mm. Um, in abortion news, uh, Governor, Governor of Georgia, Kemp, um, said that he is open to the idea of uh, banning in vitro fertilization which i don't understand if their whole thing is to make more babies yeah but you'd have to like throw away the non-viable like fetuses so i guess that's an abortion if it's made in a tube yeah okay um there was a missouri woman with a wanted pregnancy i think she was about 16 weeks she suffered from extreme complications that her doctors had warned her about because her fetus was not likely to be compatible with life um you know, while the fetus was dying inside of her, um, the woman was forced to travel to three three states over to try and receive an abortion because Missouri obviously has this very strict six-week ban, um, but she was met with overbooked clinics in the states. With no other options, she reached out to her senator and, you know, just to request an exception so that she wouldn't die of sepsis. Mm-hmm. Um, and the senator connected her with a crisis pregnancy center, which is those fake evangelical centers that tell you to keep your baby, no matter the cost. Oh my God. Yes. That's, uh, what's going on in our country with that. Uh, I guess I probably should have said trigger warning. I'm sorry in advance. As we move towards midterms, red states are swinging their dicks around, insisting on inspectors being present at vote counting you know, to inspect the counters and make sure that they're counting right. Oh, that went so well. And not in the at last all election. just as peer intimidation tactics. Yeah. You know, poll watchers and such. Um, in other news, a disturbing number of US companies have started charging people for their training if they quit earlier than expected. Because they'd rather charge uh employees who quit rather than raising wages or improving working conditions Mm. and somehow that's legal i like kind of get it um there was a fire in a tehran tehran uh prison and it killed eight prisoners most of whom were there for the ongoing protest over the death of masa amini um it is highly speculated that the 
fire was set by, you know, the uh, people overwatching the prison to get rid of insurgents. Mm. Uh, Kanye was offered to purchase right-wing version of Twitter parlor in what the fuck Kanye news. He uh, doesn't surprise me anymore. He's been saying some shit. And like, I understand that some people like he used to be a progenitor of culture and now he is just not. Now he's just a very mentally unwell man who needs some help and people to call him out on his shit. Like he did an interview on Tucker Carlson and like, I mean, Tucker Carlson obviously edited him severely to, you know, only show the parts that Tucker Carlson agrees with. But there was also some other buck wild shit going on in that interview. Wild. The man made Jamie Lee Curtis cry. And if there's one thing you don't do is upset the yogurt lady. We all saw her in Halloween. I think that was the one that she was in. Yes, it was. When we were young fest. What the fuck? Yeah, day one canceled. Mm. Yeah, like, holy shit. And they already sold out when we were young, too. Before when we were young fest, the emo extravaganza. Uh, before before the first day even happened, which I'm like, that was very calculated because nobody knew how bad this was going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I think day two is going on right now. We'll see. Yeah, Paramore are on the pink stage at 9 p.m. Beautiful. Um, so yeah, I'm not as interested in the lineup for when we were young, too. If I was going to go, it would have been this year. Yeah, that's fair. It's a very different lineup. I'm shocked, honestly. Mm-hmm. Five seconds to summer? I'm sorry, they're not emo. They're not when we were young. No, also, I mean, I get it. Some of them are not, like, old school emo. Like, in the next year's lineup, they have, like, Beach Bunny and Joyce Manor and, like, the Front Bottoms and some other, like, newer... I mean, the Front Bottoms aren't new, but, like, some of the newer emo, uh, like, Magnolia Park. And, like, I think it's... I think they should be there because, much like Warp Tour, it was about community, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not saying anyone doesn't deserve to go, I'm just saying. Yeah, like very strange that they're there. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just wanted to end on a happy little local story. Are you getting married? Um, No. Okay. (laughs) Um, Why does everybody want that? (laughs) (laughs) Because I need an excuse for a party, Lisa. (laughs) No, dude, um, I had the boy go grab me some champagne, or not champagne, but, you know, sparkling wine for... (laughs) Um, a brunch so I could make mimosas and like the cashier at Trader Joe's was like oh what's the champagne for to the boy and the boy was like I don't know my girlfriend asked me for it and then the cashier was like maybe she's gonna propose and I'm like I would hope that if one of us proposed to the other it wouldn't be we wouldn't make the other person go get the champagne we were doing it with like what yeah you think there'd be more forethought than that right (laughs) (laughs) but i'm also like every single time i have news or something everyone's like oh are you getting married and i'm like no what What? we haven't even had our second anniversary calm down (laughs) in this economy no anyways uh local news hi lisa from the future here um we had some issues on my end where my recording just stopped recording so that's fun but i told robbie a really cool story about a local ramen bar that's like three blocks from my place that they were testing out some like new outfits for the servers and they looked like power rangers and 
on the day they just happened to be testing these costumes, this woman ran into the restaurant and she was being assaulted by her significant other and they saved her and it was really cool. And local legends do exist. You're not legends, but local heroes do exist. And that's a bright spot and that's awesome. Uh, yeah, su- support your local superheroes. And now, because everything got a bit wonky, let's say hi to our friend Bill. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week, I throw in some news, and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure as always. Robbie, I have a question for you. I'm sorry, I have to laugh. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so one of my friends said that to me in the middle of a shopping center a couple of days ago, and I replied, who asked for this? <laughs> <laughs> and I got told to shut up. <laughs> I love it. I love that it's affecting your everyday life. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as you said it, I could just feel a laughter at the back of my throat because I remembered that. And then as soon as I said anything, I would laugh, so. I had to share it. Sorry, <clears throat> we'll do that again. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, Robbie. <laughs> Who asked for this? <laughs> Who asked for this? Imagine that in the middle of Sainsbury's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could because I did too many. As a rude American, I was way too loud in so many, so many shopping stores in the UK. But we love you despite your flaws. That's so true, that's true. You're fine. I'm not like other tourists. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, please, you have a question to ask. No, you asked me the question, who asked for this? What are we asking for now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Why are like all the men on dating apps listed as moderate? Moderate? Yes. So it's become a new thing, apparently, on dating apps. I wouldn't know, but... Haha. <laughs> um. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. Um. <laughs> oh, she won. Congratulations. <laughs> um. Just want to make it abundantly clear to the so, boy that I'm not on dating apps, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have a boyfriend. I have a boyfriend, everyone. <laughs> everyone thinks we're going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Till. What a shame. Oh, my goodness. Um. <laughs> This is why he doesn't want his name on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, literally. Could you imagine? Um, anyway, We couldn't anymore. We've built up too much mystery around the boy. That is true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so apparently there's been reports that like basically all dudes are listing themselves as moderate on dating apps. Because, you know, on like Tinder and things like that, you can list your political preference. Because, you know, especially as someone who did so myself... Um, you don't want to date someone who doesn't believe you should have rights. So they're lying. They're saying moderate, and then they turn out to be like a massive fucking Republican. Exactly. Whoa, creepy. Yeah. Have I ever told you about the time I found out I was sleeping with a Tory by halfway through having <gasps> sex with them? You slept with a Tory? Um, I didn't mean to, and it was only mid-coitus. I saw his Tory <laughs> member lanyard and went... 
you better not tell me you're a Tory. And he went, is that a problem? And I was like, nope. He wasn't just a Tory. He was a card-carrying member. Yeah. Robert. I know. I had to do a lot of self-reflection afterwards. But what can I say? I was happy at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Mom, if you're listening to this, I apologize. (laughs) Yes. He apologizes for being a traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not for talking about sex on the podcast. For sleeping with the Tory. Yeah, yeah. Just to be clear. <laughs> Honestly, my mum would just be like, "At least he's getting some. At least he's getting some." <laughs> See, Robbie, you just need to expand your dating pool. Exactly. Yeah. No. Imagine if my soulmate was a Tory. Ugh, your soulmate wouldn't be a Tory. I think that's no, very you. funny because I once matched with a British man and he turned out like we were talking and it turned out he was a Tory and I was like, you're a Tory, mate. This isn't going to work. Yeah. No. I'm sorry you have a good accent, guy. but uh, <laughs> that can't save yeah. you here. And he's like, it's, it's UK politics. It doesn't even affect you. And I'm like, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The problem is those ideas translate. Well, exactly, exactly. Look at Liz Truss's economic plan. <laughs> exactly. Not going to trust them. <laughs> so many puns. <laughs> well, we should we also know. we should do accountability buddies. What was the one that you added this week? I've already what forgotten. I'll add it once I do the re-listen one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you added queer night. Yes. Did you do LGBT uh, night? The rock climbing. Um, no, I just did regular rock climbing yesterday because it's next week, which Ryan is adamant he's going to drag me to. I'm still not convinced because 507 is so late. Robbie, we just discussed this. It's okay. You just need to be in bed by eight. Mm-hmm. This is true. And also, Ryan made a good point that like all rock climbers are very nice people and have or are working towards excellent bodies, which we all know I am a fickle, judgmental man. Yes. So, there you go. You're going to go next week. I'm keeping that on your accountability buddies. How did you do on the rest of it? what if I go and none of the gays like me? Well, then you try, try, try again. I'll just have to impress them with... (gasps) Lisa, right. Okay, so this won't make much sense, right? But orange is the easiest climbs, and then yellow and whites are like the middle hardest. And I did yellow and whites yesterday. I'm so proud. I I was so proud of me. See, you got to get into rock climbing and then I can join you because they have like one of the biggest rock climbing gyms near me in like west of the Mississippi. It has like a thousand square feet of rock climbing. Whoa, that's a lot of rock climbing. Yeah. And then you can bring your boyfriend on a trip to California. I need a boyfriend first. Yeah. And that's why you got to go to LGBT night, my dude. True, true. Sorry, I keep getting us distracted. Basically, no, didn't go to Queer Night. Only went to the gym once instead of twice. But I did drink water every day. Hey, look at that. That's pretty good. I feel like climbing makes up for two gyms. That is true. Climbing is a lot. That's okay. I only did two long walks and I did not go to the gym at all because I had a lazy week. That's okay. You deserved a lazy week. I'm not even mad about that. I needed it desperately. Yes. So I'm excusing myself on that. I did make a 30 under 30 list. So that's fun. That is fun. You got this. Yeah. So I'm I'm gonna um, thirty things to do before I turn thirty. Yes. Could you add young royals to my um accountability buddies? Yes. Please? 
Thank you. Done. All right. Other than that, are they staying the same? I'll go to the gym once. Two long walks. And mine shall stay the same. Twice to the gym and drink water every day. And LGBT night. LGBT night. Yep. And Young Royals. If I must, I must. You must. All right. I must. Lisa, I have an am I the asshole for you. And this one is fucking wild. (gasps) I know I say that every week, but this one is wild. I can't wait. Now, I wonder if you read it the same way as I did, because there was a bit of a twist I didn't notice. Ooh. Okay. Right. Am I the asshole for telling my husband he can go on a trip with his sister on his own if he wants to cancel our trip to join theirs? Okay. Mm. Uh, So, me and my husband Rick have been married for a year. Rick's niece Anna is terminal. We've been planning to go to France early next year and we've already decided on flights, hotel, etc. Nothing has been booked yet, though, because of what Rick wants and this is causing issues between us. My sister-in-law, Anna's mum, and her family are going to Fairbanks around that time because Anna wants to try and see the Northern Lights. Sister-in-law asked if we want to join them, and in Rick's words, we can go to France another time. I said no. I understand him, but we've pretty much planned out our France trip. Rick is insisting that he needs to go. Mm -hmm. I got a little upset and replied he can if he wants, but I won't be joining him and I'll go to France with my family instead. He's been sulking and mad at me. I think he's the one being unreasonable here. Am I the asshole? Hmm. Uh, so wait, his sister's terminal? His niece's, yeah. Now see, I didn't clock that bit when I read it. Yeah. But basically, his niece is terminally ill and wants to go with her family to see the Northern Lights. And this woman is mad yeah. that they, the holiday they haven't booked yet is being rescheduled. Yeah, you can reschedule. You can take all of those plannings and translate those to another time of year or to the next year. Because I read it and I was like, that doesn't seem unreasonable. Like, she could just, like, you know, like, they can just go on holidays at different times. And then I read the comment being like, uh, his niece is terminal. He won't get another chance. And I was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. And I had to go back and reread it. Yeah. Because holy fuck. Yeah, that makes you the asshole. Like, yeah, you are the massive asshole, the biggest gaping asshole there ever shit. was. Like, how self-involved do you have to be to not be like, yeah, you're termini- terminally ill, like, niece? You want to spend time with her? Mm-hmm. Ugh, yeah, you're, you're going to have to cancel all of your plans with me, though. That you, we haven't even booked. That we haven't even booked. We've literally just put down on paper, in theory. Like, I would under not even, like... Yeah, it, I would be pissed, but I would be like, yeah, I know that's more important if you had, like, deposits and shit. Like, yeah. I don't think it's unreasonable to be upset at canceling plans, but, like, also, like, you have to be understanding under circumstances. Holy shit. Yeah. No one chose this situation. Yeah. Wild. People out here, man. Terrible. I think it's a fairly easy answer, but I just had to had to get you to hear it because i was like i was so honest i was like absolutely not the asshole like you guys have been planning a trip now he wants to go with his family that's cool he can go with his family you'll go with hers and then i was like oh wait the niece is terminally ill yeah oh no 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 that that changes everything that changes everything yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. horrible well oh my audio looks like a butt plug sorry that (laughs) was weird to say but oh you've got one thing on your mind robbie (laughs) i do Mushrooms. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 It's me, mm-hmm. Mario. <laughs> hey, Chris Pratt is now on the mind. I'm not against it. He's a twat, but he looks pretty. He's the worst, Chris. 
Objectively. Objectively, yes. But I'll take any Chris at this point. No, no, no. You will not take the Tory Chris. We've been over this. But it would be f- it would be interesting to see if we went for it. I mean, they even gave Star-Lord a, ooh, it's not me, I'm not gay, look, like in Thor 4. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I bet he insisted on I it. I think that's a good place to end this podcast, considering we are now at an hour recording. This good is the longest Lord. recording we've done in months. Yeah. We just had so much to talk about. This has been delightful. It's been delightful. As usual, guys, tell your friends about the podcast, because word of mouth is our best way of getting new listeners. And, and we once love you told your friends, listeners. tell strangers on the... We do. I always forget that bit. And then Lisa has to yell it. Sorry. And once you've told that's okay, someone has to keep me right. No, um, left. And once you've told your friends. God, you're falling down the pipeline. I cannot keep up with Lisa <laughs> right now. I'm too tired and she is too maniacal. Once you have told your friends, tell strangers <laughs> out on the internet by rating, reviewing, and subscribing on whatever platform you use. Yes, and join us for Book Club. We're reading A Monster Calls by Patrick Ness. Just like, just do it. It's so short. It's so short. It was like a five-hour audiobook. One road trip. Come on. It's very, very quick. Very quick. Quick and painless. No, wait, hang on. <laughs> um, you'll think of a lot of emo songs while you're listening or reading. Um, and thank you to Amy Reader and Dave in the Shower for our awesome theme song. We absolutely love it. You can find all of our socials in the description. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining us. But alas, this episode is over. Join so, us next week on next Dragon Ball Tuesday. Z as we find oh. Robbie further down the pipeline. <laughs> <sighs> well, that's it for this week. So until next Tuesday. Keep doing fine. Keep doing fine. <laughs> Oh, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> You're so weird. I haven't had caffeine yet. <laughs> this is me, properly rested. <laughs>